Welcome to Starfinder. We are a short-form podcast on the Into the Dungeon Network. The best way to support us and what we are doing is through word of mouth. So if you enjoy the show today, please take a moment to like, subscribe, and of course, tell your friends. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. This is Into the Dungeon Starfinder couple of quick announcements we are scheduled to be live next weekend as well for our DD fifth edition um game as kazir then you can find us right here on twitch i think that's it i think that is the only announcement i don't think it was actually a couple of announcements i think it was just the single announcement uh that being said i'm probably forgetting something but that's okay creed take it away Right, we're finally back. Sorry we missed a couple weeks. Um, that's all I had just to say welcome back, everybody. Now, as per usual, 50 experience points to whoever wants to do the recap of our last session. Chief Engineer Cryptus's log, Stardate Irrelevant. Um, I, I just have to put some thoughts down on paper about, about recent events, so... So this ship, the many things turned up in system, and they didn't blow us out of the out of the stars, which was nice, you know, change of pace. The many things, and our captain said we were going to go onto its deck to try and sell the the alcohol we had on board, which Rima passenger and I thought was a great idea because you know how the captain gets when he touches the alcohol. But anyways, we met the captain, nice guy, only likes androids, so maybe not as nice a guy as we think. But regardless. With some expert schmoozing on my part, we successfully sold the alcohol off. But there was a little favor in there, and and guys, I don't know, my heart is doing something weird in my chest. But regardless, um, the captain of the many, many things asked us to take a stowaway along with us, where we were were now going in light of a... Push the talk. Oh, really? That's odd. Yeah, so we took this stowaway with us, and his name is Eli, and he is a Knight of Golarian. I want a title like that one day. But yes, he's a Knight of Golarian, and he has and he has some cool guns, and I want them. So of course, naturally, I, I cleaned up my room with just a meager little bit of help from Passenger. I cleaned up everything, and he's now bunking with me, and guys, he is so cool. He, he like, knows military stuff. It's just, it's so cool. And he's like, talk to the captain privately about a meeting I don't know about yet, but he wants us to do some uh, dirty, dirty activities for him, or maybe noble activities in light of his title. Yes, he would like us to rescue a certain doctor from uh, impending peril. Impending peril that is um, from him, actually. So it is a convoluted web we have weaved, but, oh, Wretch is still on the ship. Rima's really angry that we've brought someone onto the ship in light of uh, Wretch's criminal activities. I think Rima is being a little unfair. She clearly hasn't spent enough time with Eli, the Knight of Galarian, like I have. Maybe she would see things differently. But regardless, I'm sure the captain will carefully manage having Wretch on board, who doesn't want to be seen by anybody, and having a Knight of Galarian on board who wants to blow up a doctor's research facility because it contains something called a basilisk. This is going to go well. Chief Engineer's log, over. 
So <clears throat> it is uh, the next day. I believe you still have uh, about, what was it, two days in Sector C10 of travel, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. Mm-hmm. Including this one, but yes. Yes, yes including this one. Uh, so we we left off mid-conversation, actually, between Jin and Eli, right? Yeah, we he can... just he just asked, said he was going to blow up Mr. Dot the Doctor's facility, and he would like us to get the Doctor out of there because he's a nice guy. Are Captain Jin and Eli the only ones in that conversation? I think you're there, Rima. It's you and Jin in there. Hmm, I didn't write down who all is there. Yeah, I don't think it was there. Oh, maybe it's just Jin then. I really think it was just the two of them, if okay. I remember correctly. Yep, my notes have it, it's just the two of them. Alright. So, Jin kind of furrows his brow, and it's the only facial expression he can see because of the face mask. And, uh, kind of cocks his head at Eli. Basilisk? Is that what you said? Uh, yes, it is uh, very similar to a basilisk. Hold on, and he pulls out his data pad and he does, quickly types in, he pulls up and he's like, Yeah, that's fantasy creature, like, extinct on most of the worlds and the systems. What? You're going to have to explain, Knight. What what are you crossing the stars to fight one of these things for? Well, I don't intend to fight it. I intend to just kill it. But um, along with all the other research and things that Dr. Rocco has done. Um, <clears throat> but Dr. Rocco himself doesn't deserve to be destroyed along with his work, in my opinion. And frankly, the Order's didn't say he had to live, but they did heavily imply that, you know, he would be there when his facility was destroyed, which are strictly, are explicitly stated that I have to destroy the facility and all his research. I would like for him to not be there. Sure, we could come up with a way to manage that, but Eli, wouldn't he just turn around and rebuild? Restart, capture another basilisk, or whatever. I look. The basilisk has already seen me, and I can tell you that that would take him a lot of time. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. In Jin's head, he's like, "What the? Fuck? What is this guy doing?" <laughs> Is he trying to get on a horse and pick up all ants and charge at this thing? Um, he is a knight. Jin looks down at his data pad for a few minutes. And he looks back up at Eli and he says, Well, you should know I'm planning on stopping our ship in for some repairs and refit when we arrive at Avalon. That should give the crew and I enough time to try and entertain this Dr. Roko away from his labs. Well, we might be able to help you with this, but this creature sounds dangerous. I was oh, yes, very a thousand credits just to bring you to the planet. You now want me to put my 
crew in harm's way against the basilisk? No, I don't want you anywhere near it. I just want you to get this doctor out of the facility. We have a lot on our plate right now, Eli. I'm afraid, uh... You might have to make this a little worth it for us. Well, I do, and he, he's like, well, I do have just some various currencies that I could use just for, in my little bug out bag, but, um, how much would you charge for something like this? What kind of sway do the Knights of Glorian pool with Phoenix Industries? Um, if it has any sway, I'm not privy to that information myself, but mm. what, what were you thinking? Okay. No currency need be exchanged. I believe my armsman, Cryptus, my, my engineer, is very interested in the skills and the equipment you've brought with you. Perhaps if you could part with something and train him in its use, that would be payment enough. Sounds simple. Um, we would need a firing range and some time. Do you think we can make that work on the ship, or would we need to do that? Uh, uh your ship is kind of small, and I don't think any of your walls are built to just take a beating from target practice. Um, unless we vented out aft cargo bay and just shot out at targets that were floating in space behind us. That might work. We don't have anything in that cargo bay. Not anymore. Think on it. Get with my engineer. Make it happen, and my crew will entertain this Dr. Roko. But on our schedule, you must understand, we have pressing matters that we do need to attend to. Uh, our original client. Um, we have a meeting to deal with there. We'll have to get the ship over to the dry dock. But then we should have all the time we need to help you. Alright, just understand that I'm on my own timetable that I can't really say. If, but if you guys are helping, I could probably move my timetable to fit yours. So... Okay, perfect. This has been a wonderful talk. And he kind of slaps you on the shoulder, and uh, I'll go talk to Cryptus. Indeed. Yeah. All right. Well, I can uh, I can get started on that. Pleasure speaking with for, you, Eli. Pleasure's all mine. For podcast out. listeners, Rima has been uh, unim distinctly unimpressed with the captain's negotiating skill. <laughs> Why am I going to risk my life so that you can get trained by your crush? I want a gun. <laughs> security. We're increasing the security of the ship. By risking our lives. Awesome. It's going to be great. We just, we just have to take a doctor out on a date. That's it. That's all we got to do.
So Jin goes back to uh, calculating our route and thinking about exactly how he's going to be double-crossing Wretch when we arrive in Avalon. That's right, you still gotta do that because you've already double-crossed him. He just doesn't know. All right, Rima, Cryptus passenger. Was there anything you guys wanted to be doing? I think Rima was just guarding the hallway. Cryptus or passenger? Uh, passenger is going to make his way uh, down towards operations. Um, probably check some. Just, just give it, give a cursory glance over the navigation controls. Make sure we're still on the right heading, and and look around for the captain if he's in the area. You, you, you pass Eli as he's leaving operations, and then uh, you, when you go into operations, there's your captain. Ah, oh, passenger. Captain, are we headed towards Avalon still? I press a button, the door to ops closes. Yeah, we're, uh, we've got two more jump calculations to do between now and then, but anywhere from nine to 19 days somewhere in the middle is probably the most likely it's a long time to keep these passengers we have separate and civil and I wonder how antsy wretch will get as this time progresses he removed his stash from the lifeboat when the I saw Rima's message yes so I think that while he might still be getting antsy his his tension might still be rising he might be more inclined to keep himself confined in the room and I think we can just lean on the fact that we are not a a civilian liner. We're not in an express transport. We have none of the luxuries of those cruises. We can lean on that to try and keep our passengers separate. You know, there's no restaurant or pool table or entertainment room for them to cross paths. And well, I had done some thinking about this particular predicament and our conversation about making sure that Wretch isn't able to tap into our systems and see where we might be going. Um, I think, and it probably wouldn't be easy on this particular ship's systems, but I think that I might be able to falsify the, the signal so that if someone were to look at it, it would appear as if we were still headed towards Akaton. Is that something you'd like me to try to do? Jin doesn't respond. Instead, what he does is he reaches over to another kind of like handheld computer. It's much bigger than his data pad, though. You know that he's used this to like chart navigation on. It's his navigation tools slash charts. And he pulls them up and he starts you know, flicking it around with all four hands, just like doing all these controls and zooming in, looking at Castroville, looking at Akaton, looking at Castroville, looking at Avalon. 
and he's trying to look to see if there are any discerning stellar features or anything that would like give out signals like, oh, you're passing by the pulsar that everyone passes by to go to Akaton or whatever. Anything like identifiable GM that Passenger might be able to use for this idea? Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, since technically from the book, everything was in the same star system, we can roll to say, hey, there are, you know, one pulsar that you pass, several, you know, buoys, whatever we want to add in there. Um, I will go ahead and say that, yes, there is at least one pulsar that is used for navigation and a couple of uh, trinary star systems that are also used for that. Perfect. I want to use this as a help or assist. What's it called in the Starfinder? Aid another? One yeah, give him like a plus to his roll. Yeah, plus two to his roll. Uh, that's what I'm doing. So I just like, I, I flick the, uh, the relevant data to him. like, these are the stellar features. See if you can use any of this information to uh, aid you in that process, passenger. But before you go, have you ever heard of a basilisk? Wrong button. Can I do <laughs> some sort of a um, history check or culture check to see if that uh, terminology is is ringing any bells? We can use either of them. Let's see. Okay. Oh, yeah. You'll be lower just because of where you're from. Let's see. So I rolled a 12, but my culture, uh, not culture, I'm not training culture. My, um, what was the other thing I said I might try and use? Hit. History, yeah, history history doesn't exist. It's all under culture, and I'm not trained in culture. Um, so I can't make all that. Right, just make a straight intelligence roll. Uh, a straight intelligence roll would be... Don't you have life sciences? I do have life sciences. Who's that? Hmm? Who's that? Oh. Uh, the, the, with, with life sciences, that would be a 19. Um, well, yes, uh, I lowered the uh, DC for this one um, just because of where you're from. You're from Galorian, which was the basically the fantasy land planet from our last campaign. And so, yeah, you know what a basilisk is. That's like a basically a six legged lizard creature that when it looks at you, it it turns you to stone. It, it can harm you just with its gaze alone. They are mostly considered gone by this point uh captain the those creatures are extinct to the best of my knowledge and even if they weren't we do not need one on this ship what are you thinking what's going on our second client is heading to avalon to fight a basilisk Yeah, I made the same face. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make any sense for me either. Um, I'll keep looking into it. If you can think of anything that would draw a knight of Galarian away from his empress and away from that backward little world, then 
you let me know. I'm afraid I am unsure. Do you want me to rig the navigation? Uh, yes. And while you do so, do another scan or two just to see if there is anything connected or viewing those signals that shouldn't be. Um, it doesn't hurt to do it, but I would definitely like to know if he is looking. Gotcha. Well, uh, uh, GM, uh, the first thing I'd like to do is do a, a scan of our systems just to see if I detect any intrusion or anomaly. That's a 23 on that for the computer's check. You succeed. You don't, you, you do detect that someone has been looking there at some point, like you see a log, um, but he's not currently looking from a PCU. Um, I relay that information to Captain Jin that somebody has indeed been looking at our navigational charts. Um, Can you see when those were accessed? Uh, recently, but they're not being accessed currently, best I can tell. And I show them the specific dates and times that I'm sure the computer keeps. It was it was logged about an hour and a half ago. Hmm, an hour and a half ago. That could have been Eli. That could have been. That could have been Wretch. Get with the mask. Get that mask online as soon as you possibly can. Uh, if Rush mentions anything, the chance meeting with the many things will no longer be as chance as it was and could possibly explain the detour. And Jin, with all four hands, that's the detour. Okay, then uh, I would also like to do a roll to see if I can rig our navigation sensors to show that we're going to Akaton, even though we are indeed going to Avalon. What we will do for this one is there won't be a DC for it. What you are doing is setting the DC for if anybody wants to try and detect the correct route. So whatever you roll will be the DC for that. You have plus two. Please roll high. Wait, I have plus two in addition to my computer's check. Is this a computer's check? So you're getting another plus two, and remember the ship's computer, if you're using it, will give you another plus two. Yes, you're using the ship's computer. Gotcha. <laughs> Your captain demands it. <laughs> okay, well then, okay, so it's a 16 uh, plus seven plus two, so 25? All right, so they will need a 25 in order to detect your ruse. That was a plus two for the help and in a, a second plus two for using the ship's computer. Yes. Uh, then that's actually a 27. You, they will need a 27 to beat, to, to see where, you, where you're actually going. Um, and if I understand correctly, um, you're trying to make it look like you're going to Akaton, not Abalon. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That is correct. Uh, Captain, I believe it is done. Uh, if you need me, I'll be in the workshop. Perfect. Thank you, Passenger. I head out. Cryptus, you hear a knock at... Where, where are you at? I've actually stomped my way to wherever Rima is in the corridor. Okay. Well, as you walk up to her, 
Eli comes up and he goes, Cryptus. Yes, yes, Eli. Do you have a moment to talk? Absolutely. And I like totally ignore Rima. I was coming here to talk to Rima, and now Rima doesn't exist anymore. Uh, he he actually looks have at Rima. Have fun, you two. A little quizzically <laughs> goes, yeah, yeah. Oh, come on, Cryptus. And you guys walk off to, uh, I guess, your room. And he says, um, so I just had to talk with your captain. And uh-huh. he gave me quite a deal on something. He, That's not like him. Uh, I guess it, it apparently is. So um, he has agreed that the crew will assist me in what I need done when we get to Avalon. If you do that, I can give you and help train you in a weapon of mine. What do you think of that arrangement? Yes. And like his little, the little, his little hands kind of clap together. The big hands try and keep it together. Cryptus is thinking wise, intelligent. Captain is handsome. Captain is amazing. Well, fantastic. So, um, let me get out my bag and uh, we will discuss what weapon we will. Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah. So, I have here my, uh, tactical switchblade, which you can conceal, and I also have, one second, let me find it, he rummages through his things, I gotta find his weapon right quick, so I have all the stats for it. Cryptus just got uh, two tickets to the gun show. Well, I got in his bag just as, just as I wanted. As Passenger arrives in the workshop, he begins his daily routine of inspecting the ship's components and making sure we are ship-shaped. Alright, so he pulls out his rifle, which is, he explains to you in detail what it is. It is a crypt-class void rifle. This is a level 6 weapon, and you are level 2, let me just put it that way. Um, usually these go for about 4,400 credits and they deal um, 3d8 damage. Has a range of about 60 feet, carries 40 charges, has a bulk of 2 excuse me, excuse me bulk of 1, carries 20 charges and has the anti-biological special trait. And he looks at you and goes, I imagine this is the weapon you would be most interested in aside from my switchblade. Yeah, between that and the switchblade, absolutely. I don't want to leave you unarmed, though, Eli, if you would like a a reaction cannon. Oh, my button's just struggling today for some reason. But I wouldn't want to leave you unarmed, Eli, and, you know, sort of holds out all four of his arms. I'll give you the reaction cannon, and Cryptus is, like, salivating, looking at this void rifle. He laughs. He's like, I'm never unarmed. Crypt is like, same. All, f- all four arms. Yeah, that's what I meant. I have two arms, yes. 
All yes. right. So well, the, captain, the captain has made a great deal. I I think this is this is the best deal the captain has ever made. Now, do you have any trash we can? We won't be able to use this in the ship without, you know, doing things to the ship. So I had the idea of opening up the aft cargo bay and sh just letting trash fall out and shooting it. That's practice. I'm sure I can find I find some trash. The other passenger seems to produce a lot of it. Very well. Um, I will get with your first officer, Rima? Or should Absolutely. I get you on making sure that getting that arranged? I, I will go handle that. I, I don't think Rima properly appreciates you yet. I think you should you should have a conversation with her. I would say she's the smart one, but thank you. Cryptus goes off to find stuff to shoot with his new gun that he can't uh, use properly because it's so. He oh. looks at you as you walk away with it. Like we're not okay. I hope he didn't load it. Rima, uh, who you pass in the hall? Just uh, tries to stop you and. You just don't stop, and she looks into your room and sees Eli standing there, and she... Did you let him take that? Yes and no. I mean, he did, because I promised it to him, but I didn't mean for him to take it right... It, it doesn't matter. The point is, we need to vent the cargo bay so we can shoot with it, practice with it, without actually damaging anything. We can have the door open... Okay, uh, let me go show you where the suits are, unless you have your own that you carry around. I can tell, but thanks. And okay. he goes to put on uh, his, his actual battle armor. Rima goes and makes sure everything's uh, strapped down incredibly well. Yeah, I think it's pretty empty back there, but yeah. We still have that statue? That's in the ventral bay. Remo will uh, pull that, drag that out, like bits and pieces of that, so they can throw that out and shoot at it. Got All right. Took pictures. All right. So when he comes back, he comes back in his full knight's armor, which is like it's not like full plate mail it's like kind of like a like a really thin breastplate and he's got like a face mask and everything you can't see his face it's like green little dots for his eyes are for like visors and stuff he's got like a little special forces helmet and it sounds like he's talking through like a microphone with his uh mouthpiece and it's he basically just says all right we need to find some biological trash do you have any leftover garbage or food banana peels anything to shoot We probably have some kind of like composter or some kind of like trash storage in the galley because we've been eating a ton of food so far. Did is that, is that what and Cryptus say? Is what pass Cryptus hears his captain saying in the voice of his mind? No, Cryptus is, is straight making his way. He's not paying attention to anything. 
including if Rima's asking him about the composter. <laughs> Rima's gonna say, I'll, I'll go check the composter. I don't know if we've had any fresh fruits and veggies recently, though. That'll work. So I guess you guys will get it at range. You're gonna go out and set it up. And, um... Rima's gonna seal off everything leading to that bay. Just in case anything sends a message to Rima, uh, texts her, hey, observe the knight while they're doing this. Try to get a feel for his capabilities. Sure thing, Captain. Rima's gonna suit up and join them. Yeah, and Rima, when you get there, you know, and Eli's cut probably similar timing to you, Cryptus has been down there. Like, you've, you've never seen him move this quickly, but he's suited up, geared up, <laughs> waiting. Cryptus, did you uh, double-check your seals there? He's like, of, of course, Rima, yeah. He sort of starts patting himself with the two arms that are available. <laughs> yeah, it's probably fine. Check right. needed. It's probably fine. <laughs> Uh, passenger is probably going to get some sort of a an alert on his PCU that the that the the cargo bay has been vented and some things are happening. Yeah, Rima would have definitely let everyone know beforehand. Like, hey, don't freak out. We're going to do this. Don't open the door. He grabs his uh, semi-automatic pistol and heads to the bay. You're just having a target shooting spree. All right. So as you guys are setting up, he, he, you know, takes a few of the empty crates. He sets them up, puts the trash on top of it. And he explains to you, Cryptus, that, you know, while he didn't with this particular weapon, he didn't have to have it shouldn't have harmed it. It shouldn't harm the ship because it is an anti-biological weapon. Its specific charge does not harm anything with that as a robot or a non-living, which is why he has to use trash. Um, But he just didn't want to risk doing any particular damage. So um, he said, all right, remember this only, this will not harm any, most of anything that we were going to be facing in Avalon. Like there's, it's mostly a robotic society. So I I wouldn't use this here. But let's go ahead and start shooting. He starts training you with it. Um, it does. What was Rima going to do? Sorry. Rima is very skeptical that there's a gun that's not going to hurt a living thing and throws out one of the chunks of a statue. It says, prove it. All right. So he takes the rifle and he throws and shoots basically a piece of the statue that's in the aft bay now. Um, and it basically just knocks it back into space. And once it hits, it gets outside the ship, it vanishes because you're still going at warp speed. So it just goes out there, gone, because you're going so fast. But it didn't look like it damaged it. It just knocked it back. There was no dust. It was no... It's an anti-biological energy weapon. also explains um i don't know how to put this in terms of like reality but if you get a critical with it it puts the suffocate 
um, condition on your enemy. So it starts to suffocate them. It is strictly for killing living things. So once he's done giving that spiel, Cryptus kind of gets a, a look on his face through his, his suit. Like, what were you going to shoot on Avalon with this? Aren't they all non-living? Hopefully nothing with this was my point of bringing it. But, you know, just in case. Fair enough. And you guys spend a few hours shooting little targets and everything, and, um... I was watching very closely to how Eli is handling himself, and also how he's teaching Cryptus to do this. Well, perception. Or, yeah, is it perception? It is perception. Eleven. I mean, as far as shooting goes, he just gives him a solid, solid lesson. I mean, most of the Cryptus mo knows most of it, most of the basics. It's just mostly learning to reload it and charge the the uh, canisters, and that's about it. And about its antibiological property. But he definitely seems to know like what he's doing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe a fun rules note for, for people who are new to Starfinder. Um, there are proficiencies, so you have to be proficient in certain weapons to use them well. So, like, Rima's a mystic, so she's not proficient in long arms, but Cryptus is a soldier, so he is proficient in what this gun is. So just little rules. There, there are proficiencies in this game that affect how we use stuff if we ever have combat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when we finally get there. Um, yeah, but... Um... You already were proficient with this weapon. It's just a matter of role-playing it out. All right, so at the end of this, we close the bay, we repressurize it, and um, anything anybody wants to do. So, Rima probably notices this more than anybody else, but Crypto seems to have now lost interest in Eli, is entirely focused on his, his goal that he's finally achieved. And he sort of stomps off a little skip in his heavy step towards where Captain Jin is. Rima, Rima turns to Eli. Yeah. So, why did you give him that gun again? <laughs> Talk to your captain. I, w I don't want to be the one to give you that information. It would be better coming from your captain. Okay. I don't think that. I just, I don't think I should be the one to tell you. So, Captain Jin, where are you after we've we've been hours of shooting? Oh, I never left operations. Rima so is feel, also going up there. You feel, Captain Jin, you feel the the rumbling of of like a weirdly cadenced crypto stomping coming towards you. Jin's smiling. You can't see it. He knows. He was watching. <laughs> Cryptus bursts into operations. He's obviously doing proper trigger, you know, trigger safety and so on and so forth. He's not going to blow the captain's head off accidentally. Captain, Captain, is so cool. This is the best deal you've ever made, Captain. Better than that tequila deal. This, this one takes it hands down. 
Oh, Jen said. Oh, absolutely. If you if you need anything biological shot, Captain, I will I will shoot it for you gladly. You just let me know. Logical, you say. You know, I hear the criminals on Akaton that we just. And he kind of glances down the hall. Double cross. They're all biological. It's good, good to have. And Prima comes just, in. Curtis said, "It would be nice to shoot some shoot some showbats with this thing." And then Rima pops in. Captain, Rima, what deal did you make with that knight? Why did he just give Cryptus a big gun? It's a very good question. I uh, pull up my PCU and I send a direct message to passenger. Crew meeting and ops, make sure the clients are in their rooms. Let's get Passenger in here. We can explain it all at once. Passenger, you make sure Rex is in a room, Eli is in his room, or Cryptus's room, and you close and lock the door behind you. You are all in ops. Passenger, before we continue, have you thought any more about the inquiry I gave you? What would draw a knight from his world? Perhaps it's the thrill of the hunt. Patrick, didn't, didn't he tell you that he had orders to go do this? So... Jin is now, you know, he looks at the four of them and he gestures with all, with three of his four arms at like the various seats so everyone can sit down. Passenger, as I'm explaining this, I want you to also be paying attention to the mask you've put up to see if anyone uh, um, tries to access our coordinates again and explain to everyone else. I've had Passenger it was his idea. He's created a mask to make it seem as though our ship is flying through space to Akaton, in case Wretch is looking in on where we are. Um, so hopefully that will keep things under wraps, although I didn't think about what would happen if Eli looked to try and see where we are, so we might have to figure out a way to explain that to him. Anyways, he is not merely a stowaway that we are bringing to Avalon. He has apparently been given orders by his military feudalistic barbarian command that he's to go to Avalon, find a Dr. Rogo, and destroy his basilisk. Yeah, yeah. Passenger and I have the same faces. I'm not sure entirely what's going on here. I know basilisks were a creature that was on Galarian itself. Uh, large, viscous reptilians. Certainly the type of monster you would have human knights go and fight. But So, Captain, I'm gonna... Can you please... Please, what, what does this have to do with him giving Cryptus that gun? 
He doesn't want to kill Dr. Roko when he goes to destroy his basilisk and his labs and all of his works and probably half a city block, but that's not our problem. All he wants us to do is remove Dr. Roko from his labs, distract him long enough for Eli to go in and destroy the lab. Wait, wait, this makes no sense, Captain. He gave me the gun that kills biological things, but is going to fight a creature? We're kidnapping someone? We're not going to kidnap them. We're going to present ourselves as interested in his work, invite him out to a nice dinner, drink some wine or whatever it is. Why on earth would he go to dinner with us? We'll find a way to convince him. Captain, this sounds like it's precisely our problem. Which is? You said if he blows up a city block or otherwise, it's not our problem. We're going to be there. We're gonna, we're, we're, there there'll be cameras. There'll be things. We're, we'll be the fall guy. We can craft our interest in Dr. Roko as a personal hobby of my own. What about uh, the other people that might get caught in it? That's... Has he thought about them? Eli has said he does not want to kill anyone. And all his orders say are destroy the lab. We get Dr. Roko out of that lab. Dr. Roko does not die. I made no promises to the man. I simply told him we'd help. And you said these were orders he received? Right, they have some kind of feudalistic society on Galarian, like a empress or queen or something. Can you bring him up here? Wait, wait, Captain, I've had a, I've had a brilliant idea. What, what kind of doctor is this doctor? I have no idea. I was, Don't we have was... a patient on board that we need to fix? I doubt it'll be relevant to that. Um, as soon as we make our next jump calculation, we should be able to reconnect to the FTL networks and download the relevant information on this Dr. Roko. I mean, he might be able to fix the ghost, right? That's... Let's not cross two I mean, wires there. They're, they're not a ghost, really. I mean, they're still alive, technically. Yeah, I've told ghost. him our priority is Wretch and Elu. That we're going to do that first, regardless. He might do whatever it is he's coming to do before we can even attempt to save this doctor's life. What, but, what if the doctor's an android doctor? He's on an android planet. I think it more likely we're going to find all the help we need at the Tia's office. I'm sorry, Captain, but I'm still hung up on these orders. These are Knights of Galorian orders. Yes. Yes, that's what he is. And they, and and they want to, to destroy all of this work. A man's life work and his basilisk, yes. And all we have to do is try and save that man's life by getting him out of those offices. I have no interest in helping Eli do this. 
yeah, Captain, you realize Galorian has absolutely no jurisdiction on Avalon. None. Whatsoever. That is correct. We help him do this. That's... If anyone finds out, that's like war starting stuff. All we've done is brought him to the planet. We are, are we, are we double-crossing another, another client? This feels like a trend. We're not double-crossing anyone. <laughs> if we can't help the doctor, or if the knight does what he's going to do before we've saved Elu and solved our other problem, that's beyond our control. Cryptus, hide the gun. Oh, I'm keeping my gun. Keep, keep a firm grasp on it. I told him we would uh, help, it, and he's paid us. In favor of double crossing, I do have his gun. I. Cryptus, you're not gonna shoot someone. Right. He's biological. I've seen it. Um. We're, we're not going to cross to the Knights of Galorian. Yeah. Did you want me to summon Eli up here? Yeah, get him up here. We need to ask him some questions. No. If that's okay with the captain. I've already sent the message. All right, so you hear a knock at the door. It opens. You see a very confused Eli. He's like, is there a reason why we're going to Akaton? Not. I thought you'd see that step in. We have a lot to talk about. <laughs> okay. I assume we bring him up to speed. Yeah, we bring him in, we close the door, and I show him, like, the actual navigation computers, where we are, and our route, and whatnot. And so, Elu isn't a ghost, but, like, there's a brain in a box, and we're trying to No, 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 nothing about the brain in the box. All I mentioned is that Wretch is potentially doing something that the interstellar megacorporation Tyrkine would be very interested in finding out about. And we don't want to get involved in that illegal activity. So we are double crossing him and bringing him to the proper authorities because he's connected to a criminal organization. And on that note, you want us to help you violate Avalon's sovereignty. Oh, that's going to happen one way or the other. I just want you to save a life. Jin holds up like two hands like if I don't do it someone else will and they probably won't care about Dr. Roko's life Eli so what if, what happens if we tell Abalon what you're doing well you they can't. put him into protective custody and no one kills him and they and they decide whether this is worth shutting down or not you can do that if you like but we're going to destroy that facility one way or the other. Why? Eli, Eli what are the chances of collateral damage? Well, do you, do you have a map of the area? Because it's in. Pulls up a map. Let me pull up the map. Oh, no, that's right. I couldn't find an actual map that would look good on screen um he says well it shouldn't 
it shouldn't do too much damage, except unless you count like just the wildlife, because this facility is out in the midnight trenches, which does have mostly like the little bit of wildlife that's on the planet. Um, but it's not in the major city centers. He tries to stay quite far away for his work, trying to keep the information from infecting others. Jin looks kind of puzzled. That infects? He's trying to keep the basilisk from seeing it too many people before it's finished. Before it's finished? Yes. Finished growing up? In a manner of speaking. What is Galorian? You're, you're going to need to be speaking in a manner that's a lot more clear. Hold on I, now, Rima. Is that our business? Yeah, he's just made it our business. It would endanger you if I told you. Then why are you asking for our help? Just to protect one innocent man's life from my orders. I cannot protect him and conduct my mission. Trust me, I've thought of ways to do it. I need help. Um, question for you, Eli. Um... I understand that you can't exactly tell us what it is, and I'm not sure if it's because you don't know yourself or because it's unfathomable or something. But no, I'm, I'm curious. Um, what is Galorian's empire's interest in the destruction of this? Do they fear it? It is a very dangerous thing. And the less I tell you, the better for yourself. And I'm fine with that. Yes. We are going to try and save this man's life. In exchange, he has already paid us, and Jin holds out two hands towards Cryptus, towards the rifle. That Cryptus is still there. Yes, I believe we can sell that for quite a bit. Uh, excuse me? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is, usually goes on a regular market price of 4,400 credits. Captain. I doubt we'll be selling that. Yes, He's sir. asking us to trust him that this is something that we should care about. But his only evidence to why it's so important that he destroy this facility is that it's too dangerous to tell us. It he sounds like he's lying. Hard telepathically to Rima, because you're speaking telepathically to me, so like just privately to her. If it makes you feel better, the second we get Dr. Roko out of that building, you can tell him all about who Eli is, what he looks like, where he came from, what his favorite color is, any information you feel is pertinent. We are being paid to get him out of those labs so he does not die. If he stays in those labs, we do nothing, he dies. I don't see what the problem is here. Cops! The The authorities on Avalon will probably help Eli in their investigation, help this Dr. Roko in their investigation against Galarian and Eli. We do not have to reveal- uh, uh, You you all brought, you know, a Galarian agent uh, onto the planet at the same time you're bringing a brain smuggler. Yeah, that's going to look great for us, Captain. I don't see why the authorities in Avalon need to know anything about our business with the deer. 
And the rest of you are just looking at Jin and Remo, just, just like kind of glaring at each other. Hand movements, just move. We will keep these two threads separate. We will deal with our first problem first. Then we will try and save this man's life. If we cannot save this man's life, then we go wherever the stellar winds blow. We leave this planet. It'll be fine, Rima, he says out loud. I mean, I know I've paid you, but if your crew is not willing to do this, I know it's a lot to put on somebody that we just... from someone you just met. My crew does not want to become complicit in any international war crime, stellar crimes, or war, or whatever might come from this, but I don't think that'll be much of a problem at all. We're Ryan just very you. far away. And uh, who knows how long the flourishing prophet will even be in charge of Abelon. I just for my part, I feel appropriately compensated for any war crimes. Who is this Dr. Roko? Is he human? Is he Galarian? Human? Is he an, an anthracite? No, no, he's not, a, he's not an anthracite or anything. or an, Anacite, I think is what's actually said. Um... No, he, he's just a, he's a human. He's, you know, as far as I did my research on him, he used to do his work on Galorian. He's a Galorian national, and we made his work illegal. He shut him down, and he left, and now he's just conducting it elsewhere, and we there you go. him back. There you go. He's a Galorian national. He's committing crimes. We're bounty hunting. We're helping bring those crimes to an end. Has Galorian asked for him to be extradited? I believe so. I believe they have fallen on deaf ears, or at least ones that have been turned off, considering the nature of Avalon. So you asked and they said no? No, they want him to continue his work and we cannot allow it. But he doesn't need to die either. Captain. Captain, I'm against Noted. Captain, I am not against saving the life of an individual if it is our fortune to do so. And I say this next part very plainly in front of Eli. If this is... If, if the officials on Galorian are scared of whatever this is I'm inclined to let them finish it and I'm inclined to try and save that man's life for payment jobs have been scarce these days and this is certainly one of the better ones we've been offered better than the other thing we were doing Eli, thank you for joining us. I think that would satisfy my crew's questions. You may go back to your quarters. Gives you a little bow, and he puts his hand on passenger's uh, shoulder, and he leans in and whispers, I understand. And he leaves. Good. All settled here. I'm, I'm going back to my room to play with my gun. Stomp, 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 stomp. 
So it's just me, Passenger, and Rima. Yep. Captain, I'm, I'm returning to my quarters. Thank you, Passenger. You know Cryptus isn't going to let you sell that gun. We're not going to sell the gun. I don't know why Passenger said that. We. You said that was the payment for this job. Yes. The gun. We just double-crossed an Akaton crime lord, Rima. I know you haven't been there. I don't. I know you've never seen a Shabad in person. I have. I know what resources they have. That gun might be the only difference between life and death when the gangsters and criminals come knocking. And having the Knights of Galarian owe us a favor, well, that might be a, another benefit, something else that might save our lives in the future. We're going to do right by Elu first. We're going to fix this wretch problem. Get out of it. And try to save a man's life. And then we leave Abel. There are ways to save his life that don't involve helping Eli commit an interstellar crime. What if what he's working on needs to be destroyed? I'm sure, sure Avalon doesn't it. think it. It does. Well, it can't be something so bad that they don't think it needs to be destroyed. That's Jin is on his data pad and he's he's typing in rapidly into the archives and he pulls up a list and he's like. The last time an evil left Galarian and affected the rest of the sector, this is what happened. And he points to the data pad of Vecna's de destruction, all the planets that were affected, all the terrible things that happened. Who knows? Maybe this is another evil from Galarian that needs to be stopped. Eli could be the man to do it, and we could be the crew to save Dr. Roko's life in the process. I'm going back to my room. All right. So I'm going to ask within the next day or two days, is there anything in particular that needs to be done? No from passenger. No from captain. I mean, assuming I'm still checking on your the normal thing. stuff and the data pad and the mask and all that right. stuff. Right. Nothing from Cryptus, although you'll notice Cryptus seems to have totally lost interest in Eli. <laughs> All right. Well, you're still sharing a room. Rima. Just not talking to anyone. Oh, no. Okay. Nor is uh, passenger. So, we're about to cross over from sector C10 to C9. Whoever is the pilot, I'm going to need a piloting check and a 2d6 plus 2, I believe, or is it 1d6? It's 1d6 plus 2. For our travel time. Oof, piling check is a 16. I don't think you get lost. And I roll a six. Six days and see nine. 
Alright. Yeah, you do not get lost. Is there anything you guys want to do within the next six days? Um, I will, at some point, probably on that third or fourth day, uh, send a private message to Rima uh, via text on the PCU. Rima, I don't like this. I don't either. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not particularly fond of the people in charge on Galorian. It hasn't... I'm, I'm aware of the history of Galorian, and there is means to be concerned of evil or whatever from there, but the supposed good guys also suppress androids and androids and force them into servitude. The idea of helping them doesn't sit very well with me. Rima at this point has uh, sat down for dinner and uh, she left her on red for a little while and <laughs> let, left me on red for a minute. It's peanut butter tonight, uh, is what was being served up. Peanut butter and, like, Laffy Taffy. Anyways, next week we will be having uh, as your game on Sunday. I do believe that we're also doing Starfinder that Saturday as well. I don't think there's a Starfinder. Okay, so just <laughs> Oh, that's the show account. advertisement. Yeah. <laughs> so Rima, Rima text back. <laughs> Any of the music you hear in this episode is provided by Tabletop Audio. Is there music? Not right now, but there will be in the podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, Rima text back. Um. <laughs> I don't know. That should be what you text back. <laughs> yeah, just, just like, make, it, oh. make it that. Just actually text it. <laughs> just like all the frustrated emojis and like tired and like the snoring one and like the head down and <laughs> just a little puppy that looks sad. Is there a mutiny emoji by this technological age? There's a ship and like a uh, little knife. <laughs> I, I, I get all these emojis. I get all these emojis back, and I just say, "I understand." So Rima then texts back, "Do you think there's anything we can do?" I trust the captain. As much as I don't like the idea of helping Galorian, I equally don't like the idea of Galorian killing somebody on some research lab. If we save his life, maybe he can start over. If he's dead. He's dead. And now that we know about it, we're already complicit if 
he dies, it's on our hands just as much as it be on Eli's. Not if we go to the authorities. The Tear are a Galorian company, aren't they? And if they have an office on Avalon, they might have some influence there. Uh, can can we get confirmation? I, I, are they a Galorian? We need a uh, role. Culture yeah, that's intercorporate politics, you know? That's like, what's going on with Apple and Epic right now? All of Galorian's, like, writing so, and stuff is in the old Galorian. All of the oh. tiers writing is... Oh, is it? Okay. Like, then I, I, you know, an, an android from Galorian would know that. Um, the... I don't know. It is, it's hard to say. What if it is dangerous? We'll see. But short of the occasional message back and forth, uh, I'm probably not going to do anything else other than my regular Shipley duties as we travel the next six days. Rima, Cryptus, Captain Jen, anybody? Rima's still not talking to anyone. Staying in her room as much as possible. Yeah, well, just she's texting. Yeah. I'll say Rich tries to talk to you a lot, but you, you're pretty good at ignoring him, seeing as you can't hear him. I mean, I can't hear him, so. so yeah, it, nothing out of the ordinary for Jen either. All right. Probably, so let's. Oh, go ahead. I was say, one out of the ordinary thing that Cryptus probably does is he actually visits Passenger and does big knock on the door. Okay. You're a knock on the door around day five. Come in, Cryptus. Cryptus kind of comes in, and Cryptus still seems very... He's clearly not in any kind of malaise or unhappy about the situation. He's just thrilled with life right now. And he's in passenger... You haven't come... You haven't looked at the gun with me. Come, let's sit, sit down with me, my friend. And Cryptus you know, kind of just smashes onto the ground, and he's got the gun out, and he's trying to show it to you. This is new for you, Passenger. Cryptus has never been friendly with you before. And you think that cleaning up his room and cleaning the guns, Cryptus now thinks of you differently. I go over to where he's sat down and just sort of stand and look down at the, the weapon. It's very nice, Cryptus. Think, you think you could clean this? It can't hurt you. Doesn't hurt, doesn't hurt, you know. Do you have any fleshy bits? I don't know. I don't know how you androids work. In theory, it shouldn't hurt you. No, I am... It can very much hurt me. Um, even with the non-biologics piece. You're confusing android with... What's the other thing called that are actually... SRO. S you're SRO. confusing android with SRO. Um, unfortunately, there are mechanical bits and biologic bits throughout my visage. Don't worry, I would never shoot you. I'd never double-cross you, eh? And Cryptus kind of winks, like, you know, trying to make a joke with you. What type of... Um, I, having been in the, the, uh, the cargo hold when they were firing this thing, well, what type of ammunition is it firing? You didn't come through? Uh, energy. I think you started to come through, but just didn't hold it down quite long enough. I'm sure, it wasn't like fully muted, but yeah, it's an energy type weapon. 
So I go down to look at it, and and I kind of Cryptus, may I? And Cryptus hands it over to you. I take it. I trust from, you with this. I, I, I um, I take it from Cryptus, and I immediately do whatever incantation is required for uh, transfer charges, and just deplete it of the ammo that's in it for a moment. Safety first, Cryptus. Just removed the ammunition. I don't... I'm not as good with these weapons as you are. I don't want to damage something. And, uh... Oh, absolutely. But I take it over and I, I look at it, and then before handing it back to him, I'll send the charges back into the weapon. That's a neat trick. We should get you one of these, too. I, uh... I take the... the... I take a moment and walk over to my, to my, to my, uh, like, end table, and I open it up, and I pull the, the ballistic pistol out and bring it over. I'm good with this, and I kind of hold it up and put it back. Excellent. Well, and Cryptus kind of eventually, you know, still focused on his gun a little bit, kind of walks back out, waving with some of his lower hands back at you. Bye-bye. As he leaves, I'm going to follow him to find the captain. Uh, GM question. Um, when we enter Abalon Sector that isn't labeled, are, am I going to make another one of those D6 plus two rolls for more days? Travel? No, well, uh, this is over. I'm, we're just going to say that you're there because you will have moved the piece into there during this travel. Oh, okay. Then I do have one thing I want to do on day six then, but I think... Someone just came to see Jen. Yep, you are probably an ops, and uh, you hear footsteps come into the open door. I've got the dead alien music playing. Captain. I'm not familiar. Okay. The the dead aliens, their music was on that the hollow disc the, or whatever. The Sheeran. Oh, 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 the yeah. Sheeran. Yeah, you're like referencing the movie. I'm like, I don't know what movie that is. Yeah, gotcha. and passenger walks in, I see the... I'm like, no, oh, it's been growing on me. It's, it's melancholic. Captain, this, this, this idea, this job is not growing on me. You know, I would be... I would be derelict at best right now if not for joining this crew. So I just want to have my reservations noted for the record. Explain. I explain. I basically summarize what I had mentioned to Rima, the, the servitude and how Galorian treats androids and not being very fond of Galorian in general. And, and you know, some of this Captain Jim would know just from the time we've been together on this ship but uh, kind of putting the pieces together it boils down to not liking the idea of helping Galorian really in any way but that conflicting with the idea of saving this person's life Jin was listening intently and when you finish he says you know I bear five of my family's names, not just Jen, 
Jin Rimmel, Siamas Rieso, Kyasu, Clan, Rob. Naturally. And I know I've mentioned before that my clan has some prominence on the Adari. We. We. A. 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 Raluf was one of the first passengers that left Pesath. And in fact, the 13th generation, we filled all but three of the council seats on the uh, Adari's ruling council. We have been prominent in the democratic process on board that ship for hundreds of years. Democracy is in our blood. We have a hundred percent participation in our elections, every every election, even even down to decide who is going to be put forward to control the janitorial duties of the exhaust vents and the minorest of sections. Everything is elected and decided upon by the will of all Kasathans. Um, I'm I'm not as culturally inclined for the rest, but. But when it comes to democracy, that is where my heart is. So when I hear of Galarian, a planet ruled by an imperial warlord who wields armies and secret police and burns people alive and all these terrible things that I'm sure she's done to keep power for hundreds of years now, I weep for them. I, 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 I would wish that the people of Galarian could have democracy. And I'm sure that some of the terrible things that you have suffered could be part of that, could be part of being on a feudalistic world backwards compared to many of the other planets. But the fact is, there's an evil here. There's something dangerous on Avalon being worked on by a Galarian. And as you said, you do not trust the Galarians. Well, here's a project of Galarian that is evil, that is threatening. Who knows how many worlds, how many people, how many lives. We're not, we're not helping him destroy anything. We're not helping him kill anyone. We're not helping him fight any of his battles. We could drop him off at the spaceport and be done with it. And in a week, we would hear on the news that an explosion was detected in the outskirts of the midnight whatever it was, he said. And one casualty has been found. One dead scientist. And then what, passenger? We have a crew meeting and we say, oh, by the way, Eli, that knight of Galarian, who's highly capable and armed to the teeth and could probably fight this ship if it were armed itself succeeded in his mission and a man died and we did nothing would you be okay with that well captain would we be able to look each other in the eyes and say well we could have helped save his life but we didn't as i said i don't like the idea of helping a Glorian in this mission but we have the opportunity to save a life we should take it 
It's the, other, the other details of this mission that I struggle with on a personal level. But mission has to be redone. I do recognize that. At this point, there is nothing we can do to stop Eli. I imagine we could clap him in arms, take him straight to the Anasites, throw him at him and say, here, we know he's trying to do something terrible. And in a week, we get the same news. Exactly. So, if my reservations are noted, that is all I wished to convey. I have one more mission for you. One more assignment. I want you to access some of the medicinal supplies in the medical bay. I want you to craft some form of sedative. Something that will work best on Yazoki. Have Cryptus make sure we have... I'm sure we have manacles of some kind on the ship. If not, we have the UPBs. Let's get a set crafted. Let's stay focused on our first priority. I think our best bet will be to slip a sedative to Reg and his drink. Remo will be best suited to do that. I understand he drinks coffee every single morning. And uh, that might be the easiest way to get him to the tier. Let me know. We'll get right on it. I turn on my heel and head towards the workshop. And as I'm going, I, I really don't even stop to kind of look. I'm, I'm almost doing it off to the side. I'm, I've, I've got my uh, PCU out. I'm messaging Cryptus and like, hey, you got work to do. And I relay to Cryptus that uh, he's going to work on making some manacles and I'm going to work on making some uh, sedatives out of our supplies. Need an engineering this. check and passenger, I need a perception check perception check yeah because it's the only thing i have for like looking for stuff because you went to go check the what captain jen said go check the medical bay your medical supply uh, he should know where they are i would have been like here put this in the medical bay i think we right, purchased... just... uh, so i rolled a go ahead sorry so for perception i rolled a seven total total all right. Well, you find the medical stuff, and as you go through it, um, you do find what you guys had purchased a while ago: um, some Trox muscle relaxers. Okay. And then, did I need to do any sort of and, a bio uh, life science to craft a? Um, what's what's what's? The- if you want to make it something that can be to make it something that can be drank, yeah. If that's what you're going to use. So, yeah, it's the life science craft medicinals skill. Uh, that would be a total of 17. Okay. It's not your best work, but then again, you've never attempted to like secretly drug somebody before, to my knowledge. So it, it, it'll you're confident it'll work. It may taste funny, though, when he drinks it. Uh, once it's done I'll take it to Rima and we'll have a very brief conversation as I hand it to her the captain thinks you would be best suited to slip this to Wretch 
And I don't remember if I was there or not, but surely Rima would remember that Wretch goes for the coffee in the sink. Rima's gonna let Passenger know, tell everyone else not to drink the coffee tomorrow morning. I'm gonna put this directly in the pot. That way he pours it himself and sees me drinking. I send out the message. Sorry, Cryptus, go ahead. Uh, 17 total for engineering to make manacles. That'll be the DC to break the manacles. Is this the, is this the last night before we get to... This will be the last night. I did have one question. Has Rima been taking the captain his coffee these last five days like she normally would? Yes, she's been uh, leaving it very early in front of his door, so it's very, you know, lukewarm to cold by the time he gets up and gets it. Petty. Love it. All right, any, th- any other preparations? Rima, that last night, is going to, when everyone else is asleep, um, the last, like, sleeping night that we have, Rima's going to go down to one of the cargo bays that's empty, and she's got this little comet, not really a toy, that she can spin around for uh, praying to Phrasma, and she's just going to pray and try to figure out whether to help Eli do this or sit this one out and risk angering the captain or what might be best. So, um, do you, is there a religion check I can have you do? don't think so, unless it's mysticism. I think it's mysticism. Mysticism is the is associated with spiritual. Yeah, yeah. Let's so. do let's. Yeah, let's do the mysticism check. All my dice suck tonight. That's um. Uh oh, you caught it. Is that the only? Damn it! Eleven. Motherfucker. Eleven. Um, you get just kind of a calming feeling as you do this but you're not sure if that is pointing you in any particular direction but you do feel less stressed out about the whole mission altogether okay Rima's gonna take that as it's okay to carry on this action of helping so Anybody else? Everyone's good. All right. So the next day passes. Um, Your morning goes almost as routine, except um, as Wretch is coming down the stairs, you hear... And he is on the floor, passed out in the middle of the hallway. Rima goes and drags him back into her room. He is sound asleep snoring louder than ever before. Did he hit his head? Is he bleeding or anything? Like, nose or something? He's got a few scratches. He's definitely injured himself a little bit, but 
I mean, he's pretty low to the ground. It's not like he's got a long way to fall. You fall down the stairs, you said. <laughs> yeah, but he's like two feet tall. Cryptus and I follow Rima into the room. Did he hurt himself? himself? Nah, he's good. Nothing right, major. Cryptus manacles. Just hands them over. Rima's also going to, um, after she dragged him in there, pat him down, search for that gun he had. Passenger, check the lifeboats. See if he has stash anything there. On it. I go check his normal hidey hole. And I manacle him. He's manacled. Let me know if he awakes. Hopefully he'll be out cold for long enough. I'm going to go send a priority message to the tier. Did he have that gun on him? Yeah, he had it on him, and he's charging Okay, I'm taking so. that and his um, comms device. Uh, before I go uh, to do the thing, uh, I, I, I'm going to take his, his cigars. Rude. But you did on take the them. way to wherever I was going, I, I doused them in water. Just destroy them. Just drop them in. A, I dropped them in the coffee. I had motioned. Oh, probably just oh, God. helpful. Uh, I had motioned Cryptus to follow me out of the room, and as we're walking, I tell him, "Go get his box, bring it to Ops. I'm done with this charade." Aye, aye, Captain. And I go to send a priority message to the Tears office. As you are walking into Ops, you have a message. You're being hailed. Pull up the information of who's hailing us. One, the orbital station around Avalon has detected you, and you are a few hours out. I'm sorry, who was it who detected us? O zero one. Robots. The orbital station around the whole planet. You respond. Uh, yes. Is this the twenty eighth, January twenty? It should be. It should be the next month. It should be about the third, I believe. I might have messed up my count. I'm just kind of. If we, I thought we started. I'm completely on... wrong. I'm completely wrong. Yeah, it should be the second month, the third day of the second month. If I'm doing my math right, which I'm probably not. Perfect. Third day of the second. Like Cryptus said, Stargate doesn't matter. Matter for the diplomacy side of things, which is why we still need to kind of track it. And it helps you guys. Just roleplay a little bit better. Um, yeah, you're being hailed by a one. I open the comms channel. You don't get any video feed, but you do get a um, audio. It says uh, nomenclature, destination, business. Captain Jin Raluf of the Joe Lin, seeking priority engagement with the Tier Kine office. You hear it saying connecting. Do you wish to dock? Uh, as close to their office as I can. Office in many of the many megaplexes. Which one do you wish to dock at? Uh, it's at this point I realize Eli never said anything about like, oh, he said, oh, um, as they, as that comes up, I pull up my 
data pad and I pull up a map of Avalon so I can see where the midnight whatevers are and try to pick like an office as far away from there as possible. As far away from there yeah, as possible? Yeah, but I respond to them, query, where is their headquarters or largest office? Office would be an auto matrix. Auto matrix, then. That's pretty close to the uh, midnight trenches. Of course it is. Sorry, auto matrix is the biggest one. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> I'm looking at my map trying to figure out what's going on. I don't have a map. Oh, it's not as effective as I think you might think it is. No. <laughs> um, oh, they're about two inches apart on the blurry image. All right, two inches I'm, apart on the blurry image. All right, all right. Well, a really Jin's just like, you know I what? Find a good one on. Jin, Jin's like, I gotta take this to the top. So yeah, Auto Matrix requesting doc. After about five minutes, you do get a clearance and a docking location. Do you guys dock? I send a message out. Actually, I go over the comms. We are docking now at Auto Matrix. We'll be there within. I press some buttons. Uh, looks like it only takes about 30, 40 minutes for the descent. All right. If anybody is in the, uh, the rest of the ship, you do see that um, Eli is like fully geared out and like ready to go. Like he's got like all his metal gear and everything on. I want to send a priority message to the tier. I want to try and like cut through the fucking customer service. I'm going straight to like whoever I can get to like as high as I can go. You know. I don't know anyone. Well, it's <laughs> customer service. Customer service. Um, I have come across what I believe to be criminal activity that is directly harming the tier. I have uh, proof on board as well as a witness. Who do I need to talk to about this? You get a relatively robotic voice from the other end. You must take that up with the local authorities, which will then get in touch with our lawyers. Okay, uh, but I think this doesn't concern Avalon. This concerns your corporation. Very well, please hold, and you're placed on hold for a while. Hold music. <laughs> hand on her gun by the way just in case he wakes up and tries to do anything he he had trucks muscle relaxers you're lucky he's not dead he's not taking any chances <laughs> like, he might pop up as a zombie who knows who knows very numb very likely um yeah so um Whoever has connected their PCU after you guys have entered the atmosphere and you guys are, you know, several thousand feet up, somebody gets, whoever has connected their PCU gets a notification that an airlock has been opened. What's going on? 
do you go to the airlock? I'd say to my team. So, Cryptus is expecting, like, to go oh, to work. Yeah, money, it's Eli. Yeah, Cryptus is expecting to go to work, so he, professional Cryptus has been activated, so he's got his armor, he's got all his gear, and as soon as that airlock thing activates, he sprints to where, to where the airlock's opening to see what's going on. When you get there, you see Eli in the airlock. You see him wave to Cryptus, and he, and he opens the outer door and jumps out and basically has left the ship. So Cryptus does open comms, well, just direct comm to Cap to Captain Jen. Says the Galarian's gone. So you're on a timer now for the other mission. I'm on hold, Cryptus. I don't think we can do much about that. He's not on hold. Crypt. <laughs> Everyone report to us as soon as you're done with your duties. I want to figure out if we can open that box. Head that way. You guys, uh, you're still on hold, but you get to the... Um location to dock and you're able to land and um, you, a bunch of uh, smaller anasites come out and they start immediately like just like cleaning the ship you know looking at the out getting the outer area cleaned up and um, you see them go to work through your window as everything kind of powers down yeah I signal for you know fuel and water and gas and all Alright, I'm on hold with the tier right now. Um, trying to get them to understand what we have on our hands, but I think it's time to see if we can open that box. What do we think? I think we need an engineer or a doctor or both. I look to Rima. I agree. <laughs> Cryptus, you ready to do some engineering? That's that's not what I meant. I meant like someone from here that is trained with dealing with like like you have biological and technological components, right? Someone over, uh, over the comms. This is Security Officer Barris with the tier. What seems to be the problem? I think that's you, Captain. Barris, my name is Captain Jin Raluf. I was hired out of Castrovel to transport a passenger to Akaton. And along the way, we determined that his cargo are one or more android brains that are mining Mirian, the tier's currency. I have the individual who was carrying this package uh, detained, and I am pretty sure that this is something that you guys will want to take a look at. Excellent. Where are you at? Uh, we are at docking slip blah 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 blah. In the... Auto matrix. That is correct. Security team will be over. Please do not move from your location. Oh, How will no. we know what your security team looks like? I've never dealt with your security. They're not robotic. Perfect. 
can you send someone to make sure that the the, the brain inside is still alive? Rima's like kind of shouting. Yeah. Or like yeah. having read the captain's lips and knowing we're, the conversation about to be over. Um, she's like, send someone that can make sure the brain stays alive. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're worried um, about the state of the victims, the uh, the android or androids. Uh, they are still conscious in the box. We just don't know how to get them out of there safely. That is a good sentiment to have on this planet. You will do well. We will send an engineer over. Thank you. All right, everyone, y'all hear that? We've got Tear on their way. Can't do anything about that Galarian until they get here. Elu? Did you hear that? You get a warm feeling. Captain. Um, did, did Eli give you any sort of an indication as to time frame? He said in front of us that he'd be willing to try and match our time frame, but then he jumped out the airlock at, what was that, 15,000 feet? I don't know, Atmos. Do you want... You're just a pilot. <laughs> you don't need to know that. The planet didn't have much of an atmosphere. It was pretty low. Oh, okay. Would you want some of us to go and move him while the rest of you stay here? You mean Dr. Roko? Try to make contact? Yeah. I was hoping we'd have time to to even get there. Yeah, I was hoping we'd have more time to research. Well, we'll see what happens. Let's solve this first. We've already been paid. We will do what we can. Is it safe to assume at this point we're connected to the uh, to the network, to the internet, to the to the intergalactic web? Infosphere is what they're called. Yes. I'd like to uh, go ahead and see if I can begin researching this Dr. Roko while we're waiting. Oh, yeah. He actually has like the similar a similar thing of a you don't even have to do a check for this. This is actually really easy to find out um, that he is this wealthy Glorian that came here about 10, 20 years ago. He's spends a lot of money on charity he's he's a huge advocate for um both the factions the um abolitionist the android abolitionist front and the android unification front which are two separate groups um and he seems to be heavily involved in robotics and programming Rima is going to pull out her Ouija board and say, Hey, Elu, do you have a last name? It goes to no. Okay. Uh, what city were you from on Castrovel? Oh, goodness. Now I gotta find that information. But she is from a city. No, it was um, Kabara, the city you guys were in. Okay. What so Rima's gonna pull up her internet and search Elu Kabara Castrovel see if she can find anything like a um, missing person's notice or something since you're on a different infosphere I'm going to need a computer's check from you no can do 
All right. You have no idea how to find that outside of just basically like searching her name and you get a lot of like thousands of like return like hits basically. Let's move the box. Let's move the box and wretch down to the ventral cargo bay. I want to be ready to receive these tier. I'm worried about wretch waking up on us. Rima goes and grabs a wretch out of her room, tosses him over her shoulder, and carries him down to the cargo bay. Uh, you notice the, the same for the crate. You notice the anisites have stopped working on your ship a little too early. Like there's jobs left undone. Like the fuel was left in and was turned off. Fuel pipe, at least. Oh, uh, Jin's also wearing his uniform. Like he's looking very professional. Oh, perception. hey, yeah, this is, there, were, there was, like, very little atmosphere here. Well, we need to wear um, helmets and everything. Oh, no, in most of the necroplexes, they maintain atmosphere. Just for you guys. Not you specifically, but other biological people. Um, go ahead and uh, do a perception check if there's anybody near a window, which should only be an ops. Uh, I'm looking externally. I want to know when they're here, so I'll do a perception check. Like I'm looking at our camera or whatever. Ooh, I've only got plus four to that. Fourteen. Right. Um, DC, but you know the anisites are like, like deserted your dock specifically, and like the other docks nearby that you can see, um, and you see. Um, basically, private security armored cars pulling in around with several people pouring out with that are fully armed. You see one guy with power armor on, and they start to surround your ship. Cryptus, leave the gun here. In fact, everyone, sidearms only. Rima didn't hear that. Sorry. She's got her gun and Wretch's uh, gun on her. All right, let's. Let's go talk to these guys, and we all step on the part that lowers down. And I press the button. All right, so you guys lower down, and you see basically a line of just uniformed... You don't think they're local security, but they're definitely uniformed in the tier Kenne, like security uniforms, and they are like pretty well-armed to the teeth, like masks, helmet, body armor, everything. And, and they're, they're not, not robots. They're not robots. Are they like pointing their guns at us? Uh, a few of them are, because they're. And one one officer walks up to you and he goes, um, "Where's Captain Jin?" I'm Captain Jin. Are you? Uh, shit! What was his name? Are you Barris? No, Barris is back at the precinct. What do you have? I've been told you have some sort of chain block computer system that needs to be apprehended. I I kind of step to the side and I point to where Wretch is on the ground. and I, I'm still carrying him over my uh, shoulder. Uh, Remus carrying the unconscious Wretch and Cryptus is probably carrying the box. There are android brains in that box that have been stolen from their bodies in Castrovel. To mine, Marion. Hmm. All right, so we're gonna have to put 
everyone here under custody for about a day or two. Jin's I understand this. Would you mind coming with me, or do I have to handcuff you? We'll come with you. And I kind of motion to my crew. Rest. Let me hold on. Do, do you all want to take him? Every my officer comes up and they grab him, and they're like, is this the guy? Yeah, his name's Wretch. They look at you like, oh, okay. And they they haul him away. Oh, the 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 one in the box is named Elu. And the officer holding the box just kind of goes, okay, sure. And he walks off with it. Bye, Elu. We didn't catch that last bit, Creed. They throw him into a truck and they signal you guys to go into another one of their armored vehicles. We get in. All right. Well, you guys drive off for about half an hour and then you guys get to this massive. You guys are in the megaplexes, which are basically just nothing but massive buildings, some floating, some not. Um, And they take you into this office. And I guess tonight. That is where we will end tonight's game. As you enter the main office of the Tier Kenny security door. We've been arrested. Awesome. It's with them. What'd you say? We brought friends with them. Oh, I did. I had my sidearm. I don't I don't Something have sidearms. Those of you <laughs> had sidearms are able to conceal them but because you cooperated that you, you weren't quite yet searched but I imagine you will be before you are allowed into the building oh I would have handed off um, Wretch's gun to them too oh okay uh, but and not you have. my own you did so what's so All two right. experience to everybody and 250 for Cryptus Okay, well, let's, uh, guess we're going to go ahead and sign off here. Thank you, Creed. That was fun. Good job, everybody. Uh, we'll get the soon, I promise. So next weekend, um, we don't, we don't do two shows in a single weekend. So next weekend will be our D and D fifth edition game. Uh, and then the weekend after that, we will return to Starfinder. So two weeks till the next episode. Um, Thank you all for watching. We really, really appreciate it. If you've enjoyed this show, please, you know, follow us. Uh, you can find all of our content on our website at inthedungeon.com. Uh, the best way to support us is to tell your friends and let them know that you found a, a neat show or a show that's hopefully neat that, you, that they that they will enjoy. Uh, and if you want, we have a Patreon as well if you want to support us in that way. But uh, that's the end of this episode. So thank you all so much for being here. And uh, we will be up in podcast form and on YouTube um, uh, later in the week, uh, usually on Wednesday. All right. Bye. Bye. Adios. This has been another episode of Starfinder on the Into the Dungeon Network. Thank you so very much for being here. If you enjoyed the show, please don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, and tell your friends. Thank you again, and we'll see you next time.